welcome to another episode of Ben Frank Now. I am your host, Frank. I'm Amelia. Yeah, Amelia over here not paying attention to me. You got me talking to myself, <laughs> I guess. So I'll just <laughs> let me see start talking to myself. It's well, late. I'm tired. Yeah, it's late. It's um, 9.08 Western well, Pacific time, I mean. Yeah. I appreciate um, you guys listening. I hope everything's going good on this Wednesday. I said Monday yesterday, so today is Wednesday. Thank you guys for tuning in yesterday. Listen to Chad. Very good guy. Talk about some good stuff. Um, hopefully get him on a few more times. Um, but overall, we got Scott. Scott's on the other end, just ready to start picking up and give his views um, from a Hispanic perspective in America. Good guy. Very good guy. The man needs no introduction at all. But um, before we start, Amelia, how was your day? It was good. Just another successful day at work. How was yours? Yeah, it was all right. Same old, same old. Whatever. Nothing exciting. Just, you know, swam, worked out, got some paperwork done, and all that stuff in Hollywood B. So <laughs> that was a good time today, though. But I know this is where you come to an end, though. But it is what it is, right? Yeah. But yeah, hope all you guys are having a good time out there, enjoying this week, getting ready for next week. Um, Fourth of July weekend, so that's crazy. Oh yeah, and then we're gonna take a break probably next week, and then we're gonna hit it hard the following week. Just tune some things out, get some fine tuning in, and um, all that good stuff. Well, first and foremost, I would like to appreciate everybody taking their time to tune in at Being Frank Now. That's Being Frank Now. It's amazing. Well, today's are two weeks and one day on, and the numbers have been ex- excellent, excellent. Yeah, we've reached a lot of people. That's awesome. Yes, and I appreciate it. Just need more comments. Um, getting a lot of emails, but need more comments and um, questions. You know, just feel free to hit us up at Ben Frank not now nine one one at gmail dot com. That's Ben Frank now nine one one at gmail dot com, or visit us at our third grade Instagram page <laughs> at Ben underscore Frank underscore now. That is Ben underscore Frank underscore now or you can log into facebook and check our facebook page at ben frank now that's ben frank now um also make sure you check out out on itunes spotify and google play subscribe it's free leave a message hit the like button we'll appreciate the love but with further ado let's go ahead and um tune up mr scott castillo Mr. Scott, you there? Yeah, I am. How are you there, yeah. Frank? All right, sir. How you doing tonight? Not not too bad. Not too bad. Hey, first and foremost, like I said earlier, I really do appreciate you um, staying up late and hopping on. I don't know if you're still on night shifts or not, but I remember a couple years ago when I worked with you, you were still on night shifts, but I'm yeah, sorry yeah, that, I okay, I'm, well, I appreciate you staying up, buddy. This really do mean a lot, though. At any time. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Scott, I mean, give everybody a rundown of who you are, your views, how you feel about the climate of what's going on in America right now. And from your perspective, you know what I mean? Nobody don't know who Scott Castillo is. You know, I'll break down the message and just break it down for him. You know who you are. Well, I'm I'm uh, fifty fifty something single dad, <laughs> <laughs> um, born and raised here in the Midwest, uh, Nebraska, uh, North Platte, Nebraska specifically. Um, like like you'd mentioned before, you know, I I am a, a Mexican American. Um, raised for the most part pretty untraditionally, and and what I mean by by uh, untraditionally, um, you know, growing up, I've got an older sister and a younger brother. Yes. Uh, you know, both both my parents are are Hispanic, and we didn't speak a lick of Spanish at home. Really? Um, yeah. Wow. And and, and uh, do you as. As far as I, I don't have many regrets in life, um, but if if I did have one, it it would be um, not learning the language. Now, my my oldest daughter and my youngest daughter uh, both have taken Spanish, you know, kind of deep into into the college yes, levels, sir. and oh yeah, and um, you know, I think they they can they can understand it a little bit more than they can speak. And about all I know is some some cuss words. <laughs> Scott, did your parents but, speak Spanish? I'm sorry, what was that? Did your parents speak Spanish? No, they didn't. My no. <clears throat> now my parents, um, both my parents are are um, well. I would be third third generation, uh, you know, Mexican American. My both my parents were born. Uh, my mom was born in in Western Nebraska. My dad was born in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Oh, wow. um, now my mom grew up. Uh, pretty traditional. Um, now, my dad, um, as the story was always told to us kids, was his parents recognized where they lived, the United States, therefore they would speak English at home. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I think some of that may have rubbed off uh, growing up, um, but um, like I said, we we ne- it was never it was never spoken at home and, 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 you know, we never heard it on, on a regular basis. Now my mom, you know, when my mom would call her mom, my grandma or, or, or my, uh, my grandma, my dad's side, that, that conversation would be entirely in Spanish. And, you know, you would hear, I would hear her on the phone and, you know, jabbering away and everything. Um, but, um, you know, as, as far as, as far as, you know, my heritage and, and getting back to that, um, when we would go to our grandparents' house, <clears throat> we, that's, that's where we were primarily exposed to, to, uh, to, you know, speaking Spanish and of course the food. And now my mom was a great cook All my aunts, you know, on, on, uh, on my mom's side are, are great cooks oh, yeah. as far as Mexican food goes. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, for the most part, you know, we, we didn't really, we didn't really, uh, we weren't really exposed to that. Um, you know, growing up here in the Midwest, um, 
you know, and when you asked me if I would, if I would talk or, or, you know, share, share some of my insight, you know, I just, I kind of started thinking back and, and, uh, you know, I, and, and maybe Frank, maybe you've, you know, maybe you have as an African-American, um, you know, maybe you've, you've had moments in your life that, uh, that resonate, you know, specific times where you, you may have asked yourself, you know, Hey, did that guy just call me that? Or did oh, that yeah. guy just say that? Oh yeah. You know? Oh and, yeah. And, and, you know, and I, ha- I've, I have, I've had those moments in my life, both, uh, um, as a, as a grade school kid and even as an adult, you know, where somebody's made a comment, maybe not specifically directed towards me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I think about it then and I think about it now and what's going on in the world, yes, sir. Um, you know, it's, it's what, what really bothers me the most is we've got a leader of this country who, in a sense, has made it okay to do that now. Yep. Oh yeah. And, and, and I mean, and that's my feeling. Oh yes, 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 yes. Is, you know, we've, we've got, uh, you know, the leader of, of, of the free world is, is now made it okay, you know, to, to, uh, you know, to call somebody, um, a, a name of, of, you know, a racial name and, you know, people may disagree with me, but no, that, I, that's my that's my of feeling. Of course, on of it. course, and that's what this platform is for is yeah. for my guests to come on, express herself. Anybody having a problem with that? Don't listen to the show. You know, this is yeah. a platform for blacks, whites, and my brown. You know, it, it's for, for everybody. You know, and 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 you know, like I said once again, you know, growing up in the Midwest, um, you know, North Platte, you know, right in the smack dab, almost the center of the state, is. Uh, you know, probably considered, you know, rural for the most part. Um, and there's not a whole lot of, there's not a whole lot of, uh, diversity, you know, the further West you get. Now you got some areas in the state, you know, where there, there might be, um, you know, some type of processing plant that that's going to employ, uh, you know, a lot of minorities, yes, sir. um, you know, and those are, those are kind of dotted, but, um, you know, I, I was listening to, I, you know, I listened to Chad's, uh, segment last night and then DuPont's segment the night before. And, you know, I, she didn't really go into it, but she, you know, she said she had spent some time in Lincoln and, um, you know, I, I went to school in Lincoln, you know, of course lived there for a while and, and, uh, Lincoln was good to me. Um, I never, I never had any issues, uh, in Lincoln or, or any, you know, or Omaha or anything right. like that. Um, but, um, so the bigger cities, you probably feel yeah, the problems really are in a bigger cities, more in a rural area. Yeah. You know, the rural areas, you know, you get, you get, you know, and, and man, I don't want to generalize anybody. Exa- but yeah. 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 You get out and. You know, and that's just how people were raised. I think you know, you, you uh, a young child hears their mom or their dad refer to to somebody as a spick or something oh, like man. that. Oh man, they're oh, man. they're they're gonna they're gonna see that as being okay and and not think anything of it. You know, um, Scott, you I know, have, and that's that's oh. just how the world works. I think. 
Yeah. Go ahead there. Sorry. I have a question for you because I sure. um, have friends who are Mexican and they're very proud of their heritage and their family. And Which they should be. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, but one thing that's really interesting to me is that they, they would tell me stories about um, so my friends don't speak Spanish and this has always been really interesting to me. So I want to hear your perspective on it. Cause you said that, you know, you don't speak Spanish. Um, and so I always asked, I'm like, your parents speak fluent Spanish. <laughs> why wouldn't they teach that to you? And she said, the reason why is because my parents told us that we needed to act as white as we possibly could wow. to fit in. Wow. Yeah. And, and is that, is that, know, my, does that run true for your never... family or is that, well, I'm sorry, I, I I talked over you. No, there. that's okay. I was just asking if that's like something that played into your family, not like no. Spe- you know that was that was never the case. Okay, um, that was never the case um, where where we were told we needed to act or 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 be as white as we could. Mm-hmm. Um, now, like I told you, my on my dad's side, you know, um. Again, as the story went, um, you know, his parents recognized they were in the United States and and they were they were, you know, second generation um, Mexican-Americans, if you will. Um, However, my grandpa on my dad's side um, was just he kind of had the the mentality that this is the language and this is what we're going to speak. It's not, don't, don't forget about your, your heritage or anything, but you know, we're going to speak English. Now my grandma on my dad's side, you know, she spoke fluent, fluent Spanish. Um, and I always asked my dad, you know, growing up, if, if, did you guys ever speak Spanish in the house? And he'd say, no, you know, we didn't, we never did. And it was never, it was never, wasn't ever anything that was brought up other than, you know, this is the language we're going to speak. Gotcha. But yeah, it was always interesting. I've got my aunts on my mom's side. um, I've, I've got, you know, a couple of them that read it, write it, understand it, everything. Okay. Yeah. It was always just really interesting to me because when you were, when I was, when I'm with them, I don't see them anymore because we obviously don't live in Nebraska anymore, but um, it was always interesting because they were very proud of their family, very proud of where they came from. But it was interesting yeah. to me that their parents were like, nope, you guys are going to only speak English. And they refused to teach them Spanish. Like they only spoke yeah. to them in English. Um, and so I always just thought that was really interesting. But I always thought it was also really unfortunate because they're slowly losing their culture. Yes. Yes. And, yes. and it know, makes and, me even and, more and, sad um, for them because they're losing their you know, culture to act my, like somebody else. Um, my three kids, you know, um, I'm I've you know, I've been divorced now for, I think, 11 years. And, and, um, you know, my, my ex-wife, she was, she was white and, you know, I don't, I, I think when people think of uh, biracial, uh, children, uh, um, black and white, yeah, it, it seems more of a black and white yes. deal as opposed to Mexican and white. Yes. Um, but, uh, you know, my, um, my, my kids are pretty diverse. Uh, my oldest son, uh, when I met my, my wife at the time, he was six months old. Um, and he is half African American. Oh, okay. Now you, you wouldn't be able to tell, yeah. 
unless you're new, you know, and then of course my two daughters, you know, and then I, as after we got married, I adopted him and raised him from that time on. And, and so he grew, he thinks he's Mexican. Okay. Uh, wow. Cause that's what he grew up. Yeah. He grew up around, you know, my grandma and, and my, and, and all that stuff. And, you know, would eat beans and tortillas and enchiladas and tacos and stuff like the best of them. <laughs> that's yeah. interesting. And, yeah. Uh, that's very interesting. Yeah. Because that's it. And, you yeah. know, and then my, my two daughters, my, my middle daughter, she's, she's probably the, my, well, my son's, he just looks like he's got a nice tan. Um, <laughs> my middle daughter is, is, uh, the same way. You know, she's like me. She's, she doesn't really sunburn. She just tans. And then my youngest, she's, a uh, about as pale as they come and has to put sunscreen on the second she's outside, <laughs> you know, but, I can, um, I can you know, they, with they, that. uh, <laughs> one of her best, one of her best friends is, is, uh, is a Mexican or Hispanic. And, um, you know, they're, they, they do their thing, you know, and, and, um, you know, I've, I've with, with where the world's at, you know, Mm -hmm. right now, maybe not so much the world, but maybe the United States where the United States is at right now, um, with all this, with all this tension going on, you know, I've, I've, I've asked, cause my daughter will be a freshman next year in college, my youngest. Okay. And, and, um, you know, she's going to be meet new people. Yep. She's going to be around people from all different, all, over the, yep. all different places. And, you know, she's, she went to a small, uh, all three kids went to a small, small Catholic school here in town. And, you know, their core group of friends for all three of them were pretty tight. They knew probably just about everything about everybody. And, you know, and I told her, I go, you know, you're going to, you're going to make new friends and you're going to have friends. And I, and I told her, I just says, you know, Gracie, I go for the most part, you know, unless they, they see your last name or whatever, you know, you, you don't look Hispanic, Latina, Mexican, whatever you want to call it. Um, I go, and with that being said, I go, and it's going to happen because it it happened to me, Um, you know, somebody may say something, for example, about your friend mm. and, and not recognizing that, yeah. Hey, you're Mexican too. Yep. You know? And I'm like, what are you going to do? That's sad. Mm. You know? And, you know, fortunately she, she answered the question, you know, the way I wanted her to, <laughs> um, but you know, that's, those, those are some of the positions, you know, you get put in and, and, um, you know, for me growing up, um, like I was telling you, Frank, you know, I've had, I, I think, you know, from the minority perspective, um, you know, you, you've had certain, certain points in your life where, uh, you know, like I said, you know, I had scratched my head and I'm like, did that guy really call me that? You oh, know, yeah. you know, and, and I, I've, I've had, I've had a, a a few instances in my life where, you know, that's happened. Um, uh, you know, I, I remember one time in grade school, a kid called me Brownie. What? Wow. Brownie. <laughs> you know, and, and as, as silly as that sounds, you know, yeah. he's like, Hey Brownie, Hey Brownie, you know, um, I don't, I don't remember how it all transpired after that, but somehow or another it got back to his parents. Oh, and 
you know, next thing I know, he called and apologized to me and, and, and we're, we're lifelong friends. You know, I've right. known him my entire life since kindergarten, right. you know, and, and that's just how his parents were. They, they didn't, they didn't raise him like that. Um, now I, I think I told you I had a story about, uh, Brownsville, yeah. Texas. About Brownsville, yeah, Texas. Yeah, because I, you know, I, I spent some time in Texas. I'm real curious to hear about this because there's so many questions I want to ask you now, if you don't mind me asking. Um, yeah, let me, let me, let me, let me bounce this off you. And, yes. and uh, now, I don't know if, if when you and I first met, um, maybe you recognized I was Hispanic. Maybe you didn't. I don't know. You, know, I you did. never asked. Yeah, me, that's with, fine. with the last name, yes, becoming. Yeah, you know, and 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 I've I, I've I've also been asked if I was Italian. You know? I can see that, but you have that skin tone that, that, yeah. Yes, see, you do. And the way, yeah. the way you wear your hair, if people know Scott, he has this, <laughs> like this, this, this salt and pepper hairdo and he certain days he slicked back. Yeah. I don't know. He's mobster type. Now I'm not saying all Italians are mobsters. Yeah. So don't come at me, New York listeners. Yeah. So, so obviously, you know, I, 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 you know, where I work and, and, yes, you know, I've been, I've been you know, at the same place for 26 years now. And yes, thank you for worked, your service. Worked, worked, uh, worked a handful of positions and, and I've, uh, I worked, um, oh, in human resources in the railroad, uh, years back. And, yes, sir. and, um, it allowed me to travel, you know, so I, I managed to escape the small town, uh, the small town stigma of just, you know, being, you know, being trapped here in, in, uh, in rural Nebraska, <laughs> you know, I've, I've been to big cities. I've been to little cities. I've yes. been, you know, so anyway, I find myself in Brownsville, Texas, uh, border town. Mm-hmm. And, Oh yeah. You know, I'd never been that far south in texas before and uh, really didn't know what to expect uh, other than i knew that there was uh, a, a large his a large hispanic you know community oh yeah that's the valley I'm per- yeah. <laughs> oh yeah so so as we're we're doing our railroad thing down there um you know at times there was a language barrier um and and you know people look to me and i'm like they're like, hey Scott, what do you say? I'm like, shit, dude. I go, I don't know what he said, man. <laughs> you know, and sh- shame on me for that, you know. But uh, anyway, I don't, I don't remember how how it all went down. But um, basically, somebody came up to me and said, mm, you know, what are you doing here? You're you're not Mexican enough to be here. See, well, now you're answering my question. I was going to ask you. Yes, yeah, yeah. So. So now all of a sudden somebody, somebody has told me to my face that I'm not Mexican enough, you know, and, and, and it, it kind of put me back, you know, and, and cause usually when, when, um, I'm around family or some of my Mexican friends, um, there's, there's a sense of, um, I don't know if it'd be securement or sense of belonging, um, a sense of cohesion, maybe. Yes. Yes. But now I've, now I've got my people, if you will. Yeah. 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 Tell, telling me that I'm not, I'm not, uh, Mexican enough, I'm yeah. not Mexican enough. And, and then another guy said, you're whitewashed. Wow. I'm like, whitewashed. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, my, both my parents are Mexican. Wow. And then, 
then they just, you know, they go off speaking Spanish and, and I'm sure they were probably talking about me, but you know, I was only there a couple more days and, and, uh, you know, I just kind of chalked it up as an experience and, and, um, glad I never had to go back, I guess. Yes. But, um, and then, and then one, uh, uh, one other time, um, again, work related. I, I was in Salt Lake city, Utah, and, uh, I was at a staff meeting mm-hmm. and, um, they were talking about, uh, just some different things. And, and the guy that was up talking was, was, um, I would, I would have, I would class, he's, he's no longer with the Roto, but I would have classified him as, um, not in part of the executive leadership, yeah. but some of the senior leadership there okay. in Omaha. Oh, wow. So he's up in front of maybe about 150, 200 of us. And we were, we were discussing some stuff regarding the language barrier um, that we've been facing. Um, anyway, he turns around and I'm sure from the, where he was looking in the audience, um, he probably saw all white. But wow. he 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 makes the comment um, if you and it was a pool reference. He says if you hit them hard enough, they'll speak English. Wow! What? Yeah, in reference to putting English on a pool ball. Yeah. If you hit them hard enough, they'll speak English. Wow! Or he said treat them like a pool cue. If you or a pool ball, the A ball, whatever, hit it hard enough, they'll speak English. And, you know, sprinkled throughout this group of people were probably maybe a half a dozen, maybe a dozen people of Hispanic, Latino origin. And, and I, I mean, the, the room kind of just, yeah. you could hear, a, oh, you could hear like about, you know, a dozen gasps. You know, and, and these are, you know, these were, these were some of the instances that, man, that I'll just probably always remember that, you know, that stuff's out there. That stuff's still out there. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It's yes, out it there is. today. Yes, it is. Um, it's in my mind, it's gaining traction. Of course. And we've, we've almost made it acceptable. Yes. You know, and that's so, because of our leadership of this country. That's my opinion. You know, so that's, that's. You know, other than that, I, I had a, a pretty, pretty normal childhood. You know, we, um, you know, we always had our Mexican food. We always had our aunts and our uncles and big families and, and, uh, you know, go to my grandma's and there'd be Mexican music in the yeah. background and Budweiser on the table and <laughs> camel camel cigarettes and, <laughs> you know and that crazy uncle and that crazy aunt and you know all that stuff was completely normal and what i find kind of interesting though scott is um the hispanic like my 10 years in texas especially five years down in corpus christi and working um southern texas in the prison system i learned there is so much similarities between the hispanic culture culture and the black culture when it comes to food entertainment music family togetherness large families and everything you just um echo but if i kind of find it interesting though your comment about b i mean about um 
Brownsville when they say you're not Mexican enough because what I learned down in deep South Texas is it's very Hispanic um, populated. Of course, it's like, you know, it's like being in Mexico. But yeah. I found there was racism towards blacks amongst Hispanics than it was towards whites. And there's so huh. many stories I can tell you about. Like, there was an instance um, I was working and I was a ranking officer and I had a lower um, officer below me didn't show me the respect because of my skin color. Yeah. He, yeah. And I'm like, wow, you know, but as I start digging and finding out information is because he, you know, he was brought up to not respect a black person, a black man or a black woman respect. The even, white even, man. even from, uh, even rank. from, you know, a, a minority. Yes. Yeah. And that's, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, that's interesting. Yes. And what I find interesting though, it probably just like blacks though. And again, um, what I'm asking is like, there's a difference between Northern blacks and Southern blacks, East coast yeah. blacks and white coast and West coast blacks. Apparently there's a difference between a Nebraska Mexican and a Texas. Texas yes, there is. And I really believe that though, because there is a huge difference between a Texas Hispanic and a California Hispanics. The yeah. Hispanics out in yeah. California and here in Arizona, you know, I have no problem. I mean, there's a nice little Mexican restaurant I go to. Um, <laughs> Jason's, I got to give him a plug. We've uh, pretty much, you know, funded them for the last yeah, month. I, I won't continue funding them because I really like that place. <laughs> but I feel the love and acceptance there and here in Arizona and California. But in Texas, it was a different beast. And when I made a comment a couple of weeks ago on Facebook, there's Hispanics flying the Confederate flag in wow. Texas. Yes. And it blew my mind. Or they'll hang, you know, they'll hang with the individual that diehard believe in the confederate flag and it's like i don't get it you know i'm like <laughs> do, do you think you think maybe they they uh you know growing up they i don't want to say suffered but um you think they were the result of maybe their parents telling them uh, like what amelia had said um uh, you know you need to act as white as it must be it must you be act as white as you can my his, my Hispanic yeah my Hispanic friend I worked with in Texas I never get it um we was working at the prison and the inmates were coming in and um the captain made a comment and he said I want all my um I want all my blacks over here my white boys over here and my wetbacks over there <laughs> and I'm like whoa I'm like you can't say that he looked yeah. at me and he like. Hey, and he talked to a fellow officer. Hey, what bad? You tell this bro- this brother right here how things are ran down here in Texas. I'm like, what? And, the? Yes. And I and asked, this was a correction officer. Yes, sir. Captain. Yes. And I pulled my friend aside. Like, hey, you gonna let him talk like that? And he put his head down. He like, well, that's how it is down here. I'm like, what do you mean? That's how it is down here. Yeah. You know that shit don't fly. But I was amazed. By that attitude and their response towards that. It's like they look at the white man as a greater God because he's mentioned, hey, you know, my parents used to work for him and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, I don't give a damn who your parents work for. You're a man just like that man. He don't have no right to talk about you like that. So I had a huge problem as I like transcend away from Texas and came back up north. I started to look back like, why did I waste my time down there? You know, because that culture down there, especially it just like. They're not getting the respect. But that culture is what's keeping us where we are today. Allowing 
no matter if what work environment it's in yeah. or what where it is, what state it's in, allowing people to continue to talk to people like that is going to keep us yeah, running it's, in it's, circles uh, like we are today. It, it seems like in some some areas it's just acceptable. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes, um, yes. You know what's always got me was was um, you know the just how how uh, you know from from the African American individual. Um, Scott, you can say black. How, you know, I don't say African American. Just say well, black, brother. Hell, black. Well, and, and that's that's part of where where I'm going with okay. this. Okay, is, is how it's become so so acceptable to refer to him as a by by a color, right? Yeah, you okay. know, like yeah. like you don't you don't hear um, you know you don't hear somebody say, hey, that you know, go over there and tap that brown dude on the shoulder, tell him I need to talk to him, <laughs> right? Yeah. Hey, for starters, it sounds funny. Yeah, you know? oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, like here, here in, in this part of the, the world, uh, you know, the Midwest again, um, you know, you'll, you'll hear stuff like I was talking to my sister the other day and, and telling her, you know, that I was going to do this and, and, uh, she's like, yeah, you know, it's just, it's always kind of funny that, you know, my, my sister works for, uh, uh, kind of an arm of the police department here in town and. And, you know, she's like, I'll hear, I'll hear officers or, or, you know, people say, um, um, yeah, it's, you know, so-and-so, you know, the, that Mexican family over oh, there, wow. you know, and, and, and wow. I'm like, well, you know, I'm like, does that bother you? And, and, um, she's, you know, she's just like, well, you know, why can't it just be that family exactly. over there? The Jones yeah. family does. Yeah, exactly. You know? I'm with you 100 percent um, on that, Scott. And, you know, and then she'll she'll call, and my sister's the type that will will call you on stuff like that, you know. And then uh, and then they would just turn around and they would say, "Well, you know, we we didn't know it, it you know it offended you, you know." And she's just like, "Well, you know, I'm, I'm I'm maybe not so much offended, other than how how it just rolls off, you know, your tongue, mm-hmm. um, you know. And if I don't say anything to you, then it's gonna make it all right." Um, you know, so I'm just telling you that, you know, if you're going to talk to me and make me part of this conversation, then, you know, it doesn't have to be anybody specific, you know, right. that black family, that Mexican family, exactly. you know, um, but yeah, it's just, you know, it's little things like that. And I think as, as, as I've gotten older, you know, I've, I've, uh, you know, picked some battles and, and, uh, you know, now, you know, my mom, on the other hand, um, you know, if, if I remember one time uh, a teacher for my, my younger brother had asked him in a classroom, um, you know, if, if, if you, do you live traditionally? What does and, that mean? And, you know, I, what does that mean, really, yeah. you know? And, and, uh, and anyway, he came home and told my mom about it. And, you know, of course, my mom, you know, you get a uh, a Mexican Mexican woman all wound up. You know? <laughs> oh yeah, you know she's just, <laughs> you know she she calls the school and you know she wants to know, um, you know what what did he mean by traditional? You know, and, right? And uh, you know, and I I I think he said something 
something crazy like, well, you know, as you know, do you guys have a, a velvet picture of Jesus hanging on the wall? Or, I mean, <laughs> what? Are I mean, you serious? I mean, it was, yeah, it was something crazy oh like that. You know, and, and, you know, I don't know. So, I think, you know, oh, I think sorry. people just, you know, people need to educate themselves at times before they open their mouth. And, yes, exactly. And, uh, you know, I, I hope I've, I hope I've, prepared my three kids you know well enough my, now my oldest son he's in the air force okay and um and uh you know so he's exposed he's already been exposed to to people from from all corners of the of the the country you yes, know sir. and and uh, but you know fortunately he's he's uh he's he's stationed right now in the in the midwest in colorado okay and um so he's still kind of locked into those values and stuff, yeah. you know, and, and, um, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's told me some, you know, how people talk and, and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm just like, you know, just be, be smart. You know, you want to, you want to be taken serious in this world. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta speak like you, you know, like you, you got you like you use your head for more than just a hat rack, you know. Exactly. Go ahead, I think Scott. I want to take a couple of steps back and talk about how you said. Number one, I think that's awesome that your sister stands up and says something because I think that's what it's going to take to make some changes in our world. Is just people being comfortable with saying something, even though it's a really uncomfortable situation. But I think also one thing that makes me absolutely crazy and. I've said stuff to Frank about it before is that when we're talking about people, why do we identify them by their race? Like yeah. it happens all the time where, Oh, did you see that black guy over there? And it's not the, Hey, did you see the guy in the red shirt? And yeah. I think one thing that's really, really, really putting fire under the United States right now is the media's way of the way they're doing that is, yeah. I mean, I think it'd be so interesting if we never, and I'm not downplaying what's happening by any means, I'm just, that's what we're about is we want to like think about this in a different way and doing things differently to make things better. Right. So I think it'd yeah. be so interesting if the media, which they're never going to do. And I get it because it's numbers and it's ratings and it's all this gross stuff that they're getting off of people's lives. But I think it would be really interesting to see what would happen if they would stop saying black man killed by white cop. Yeah. Like, I think we just need to look at the fact like if there are cops that are doing things that are inappropriate and hurting people in inappropriate manners, that's fine. Do the news on that. But why do we have to pull yeah. race into it? Because that's what's, you know, I, that's what's causing I, the fires. Literally. You know, I think, uh, you know, I think, I think the media can get a lot of that blame because, you know, they're, they're, that's all you hear on the, on the TV, you know, and then social media has become such a sounding board. Yes, it has. Um, you know, for, again for for people to to say whatever and and i mean i've seen some comments you know of late you know from from people that i work with that i'm just like yeah okay i you know yeah I, and it's it's never been like god do i want to work with this guy tonight right. or you know I've, I've never been you know like that but i'm just like wow you know hey this guy is, you know, showing his true colors and, mm -hmm. and, um, and I, and I even have some, I even have some really good friends here in town, um, highly educated. Um, one of them works in the medical field. Um, 
And I mean, he just, I mean, I'm just like, holy cow, man. I'm like, you're, I, I know you're way smarter than that. And, and anymore, you know, uh, Facebook's kind of become your calling card. Yes, it has. And, you know, you'll, you'll see, you'll see, you know, potential athletes lose a scholarship offer because of something they said that, yep. that, that a school is looking at this Facebook, you know, all these, the stuff he puts out there. And, and, you know, I've got, you know, these friends here in town that I'm like, man, I'm glad there's, I'm glad I have a choice of, uh, doctors and physical therapists because, and if that's how, if that's how you're talking towards this particular class of person, and I don't know if I want you working on me, Exactly. you know, and maybe that's kind of getting intertwined in, in, in stuff, but. Um, you know, that's just, that's where the world's coming to, man. It's, it's, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's getting ugly, I guess, for lack of a better term. Yes. Well, and I think, I think that's a really good point because with the way the world is right now, like, yeah, your medical providers, people who are in charge of you, it kind of gives you that eerie feeling of like, are you going to provide the best medical care for me? Like, am I in good hands with you? just because of the color of my skin or where I come right. from. Um, I know Scott said that last night where he said, I'm even yeah. a, or sorry, Chad, sorry. You're, <laughs> Chad said last night, he said, I'm scared to get pulled over as a white man. And that's yeah. crazy, you know, like, but I think maybe that gives people a little insight and can give people a little, like grow a little empathy for what other pe- humans are going through right now. So, yeah. Um, you know, and I, I, um, you know, I'm all for the protesting and, and there's some things that, you know, that need to change in, in this world. Um, you know, you, you can't, I, I, I don't, you know, the, the burning and, and destruction and stuff. I mean, you just can't support any of that. Um, but man, I, I, I just, I don't know if, if the frustration level has just reached such a, a, a point in the lives of some individuals that well i think i think there was a lot of need to do yeah and i think there was a lot of tension with like covid because people are um they're stressed out i mean i get it we we're living it too you know people are losing their jobs and not knowing if they're ever going to go back and then it was like the stress of like not working, being at home with your kids all day long, like all of these things are playing into it. And then all of a sudden it's like, bam, this huge riot thing happens. And it was just like, people were already stressed out, tensed up, ready to go. And then this happened. So it like, it added fuel to the fire basically. Um, And it's just brought out a lot of ugly in our world. Yeah. So I think, I think everybody's, everybody deals with it a little bit different. Absolutely. And, um, you know, hopefully if you're going to go out and protest, you know, it's, it's somewhat peaceful and, yeah. And, uh, you know, the other, the others respect that. And yeah. And, um, you know, you go do your, go do your thing. I would agree. But I also think I'm going to stand with what I said last night of like, it's kind of like the flavor of the month. And I think there's just some people that are using it as an excuse, but 
that's a that's a whole nother thing. I think one other yeah. thing that I kind of want to talk about because this is one thing that I've ran across a lot throughout my career, and also just because I'm from Nebraska, also, um, and I I hear you when you say there's like larger populations of um, Hispanic or Latino families because of like packing plants or just the the job opportunities in Nebraska. Um, and I think one thing that I really, really want to clarify, especially to just help with educating people is that understanding that every Latino person or Hispanic person that is working in those areas or living in those areas are not from Mexico. Um, so stop referring to people as those Mexicans because there are a lot of other different countries (laughs) that people are coming from. And I think that's, for me, that's a huge frustration for the culture down the road in Lexington. You know, there's a a very large Somali population that's, that's, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's, that's part of the, the processing plant down there. And, yep. But, um, yeah, it's, uh. It's it's um can be some rough waters to to wait at times and and I'm I'm glad I'm not growing up in this time day and age. Amen to that. <laughs> you know, I keep and, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, you just hope that that you you give your kids the the right amount of tools when you you know when they when they head out the door. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Scott, what else you got? Yeah, what that else you got for me? You know? That was excellent. I mean, you got me sitting here like floored by your Brownsville story, and um, I can keep going on and on about Texas, though, because I mean, I never experienced no racism before. I mean, I lived a lot of places until I moved to Texas. You know, I lived in Indiana, grew up in Indiana, went to the East Coast, played arena football, bounced around, but Texas, hey, it was the yeah, yeah. I, I got a question for you, Frank. Yes, sir. Um, I don't know if you if you if you've uh, keep how well you keep up with the news or or whatnot, but are, are you familiar with uh, with uh, the deal at the University of Iowa and the strength training coach? I caught a glimpse of that. That um, was two weeks ago. He was referring to um, racial remarks towards black athletes, wasn't it? Or was it Hispanic? Yeah, 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 yeah. So. And and if I remember, you played college football, right? Yes. Okay. Did you ever experience anything like that? Another player, another a coach, um, anything like that? No, I don't. Not with the coaches. I think you'll see, especially in college, you have everybody come from different walks of life, you know? And right. I think you'll see more segregation amongst the players after the game is over, you know, everybody good kind of goes and does yes, goes their separate ways. Yes. And, you know? Yeah. And we might meet up at parties and what I mean by a party, I mean, maybe like a, during that time it was Mike Tyson versus Holyfield. Yeah. You might see at, at party at sporting event parties before it's like hanging out and doing the extracurricular activities like fishing and hunting and, or bowling and pl- playing basketball or listening to music. Eh, some of it do, some, nah, not really. Just it, you mo- normally hang with people you're familiar with, and yeah, and how we are in society, you kind of hang with. Yeah, your- and I, I, I think that's maybe a, you know, a not a, a human. You know, you tend to gravitate towards 
towards people that are, you know, kind of walk and talk and think the same way as you do, I suppose. Oh yeah. And I would agree with that. Um, yeah, you do. You gravitate towards people that you're comfortable with, but I think with where we are today, I just feel like, again, like I keep saying it and it's like beating a dead horse, but we have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And for some odd reason, while you guys were talking, I, the movie, remember the Titans <laughs> comes in my head, Oh God! but it's true. <laughs> like, it's like, we need somebody to force us to get to know other people in order for all of us to get along. Like it's, it's crazy to me that we just, and maybe it's just my personality and like doing what I've done for my career for the last 20 years of like having to be able to get to know people that are way different than me. But I think we need to challenge ourselves to do that and to get to know people and understand people. And I do, I think about like, you know, when they're like, no, sit by somebody you don't know on the bus. And I I love that because I just think that people need to start doing that. Like, yeah, somehow just get to know other people and understand. And like when I made the reference of like different Latino cultures and people from different countries, like get to know what different countries people are from, get to know who people are. Um, yeah, I've worked with a lot of families from Sudan and it has blown my mind how much I've learned just by asking questions. And the thing of it is, is that people are okay with you asking questions. Like they're not okay with you assuming. So just get yeah. to know people and ask questions. It's okay to ask you know, questions. I've, I've, uh, I've been guilty of that. Um, of, we all of, have, yeah. absolutely. Making, absolutely. I've been guilty of making a, a an assumption. Um, I recall the, uh, my ex-wife, she's, she's from, um, around the Bismarck, North Dakota area. And, um, we, I think we were dating at the time. Anyway, I went back that up North with her and I mean, the whole trip, uh, I'm, you know, I was, cause I was going to meet, uh, uncles and brother-in-laws and cousins and family members and whatnot. And, and, you know, I, I, I made a, a, an internal assumption that, man, I was, I was walking into the belly of the beast, you know, and, um, and it wasn't like that at all. I yeah. mean, they put a drink in my hand and, you know, drug me around and showed me all these small little North Dakota towns and that's what it's all about. Yeah. You know, and was, you know, went booze cruising and, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, and everything, you know, and I'm just like, boy, was I, I was way off the mark. You know, I had these people pegged as, you know, they were in a, who knows, you know, exactly. but well, yeah. And I think it might go the, I, I would agree with you. I think it goes the other way. Cause I think, um, like when Frank and I started dating, he was like, where are you from? Where, where are we going? I'm like, it's going to be fine. Like my family's amazing. <laughs> it's all going to be okay. But I know even when we got married, like I love all of Frank's friends, but it was like, you want us to come where for a party? Because growing like, up, you've be- got to be, be kidding me. Be- because growing up in Indiana, <laughs> the Midwest is Indiana, Illinois, yeah. Michigan, Ohio. We never thought about Nebraska. Yeah. That's not the Midwest. <laughs> See, it, it, that's the thing. And that's, that's how we're taught in school. That's the Midwest. Nebraska is what? Like, Heartland, we, yeah. like Kansas, you know, we yeah. think about Kansas or Tornado the Flyover yeah, State. The Flyover State, like, what's in Nebraska, you know? But, but yeah. I think it was really interesting, though, when your buddies came to our party. Yeah. And they're black and white. And, and they're they black both, and white. And they both say the same. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, because they all kind of had the same feeling of what are we walking into? Oh, yeah. But they walk in and there's there's booze and there's food yeah. and we're just all there to have a really good time. And yeah. um, I know even so Stallings, when he was there, like, bless his heart, he was like, did you guys meet the old guy who drank all the Tangeray? And I'm like, yeah, that's my grandpa's brother. <laughs> so, like, he's like, he drank, like, the whole bottle. And so, like, just realizing that, like, you know, it kind of goes the other way where sometimes people from small towns get stereotyped too. Yeah. And in reality, they're really good people. Like I've always considered my family good people, but they're also my people. So I think they're great, but. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm glad I was, you know, I'm glad I, I had the opportunity Absolutely. to be exposed, you know, through work and, yes, sir. and, you know, and, and just to have, you know, had the opportunity to be around a, a lot of, you know, people from the West coast and people from Texas and St. Louis and even up in the twin cities, you know, oh, yeah. um, I've, I've been fortunate enough that, you know, the railroad let me travel on their dime, you know, in, in a lot of cool places and a lot of places I probably won't ever go back. Not because of something to just, you know, Oh yeah. Um, little rock, you know, I wasn't real sure, you know, what the climate was like down there. <laughs> I've been uh, there before, lived there for a year, you know, oh, yeah. but I've, I've got friends that I met down there that I still talk to to this day. Um, same with, uh, um, you know, people out on the, in, in the Bay area, you know, I spent some time out there and that's become one of our favorite vacation spots. Oh yeah. You know, and, and I got people that I still talk to out there and, and it's all good. Oh yeah. You know, meet, meet great guys like Chad and, yes. and, you know, it's, it's interesting to get their perspective on, on things that, that's going on in the world. And, you know, him and I, we probably disagree. Um, <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure we disagree, you know, politically and, yeah. and I, I disagree <laughs> with a lot of people and, but you know, Chad's the type that he also recognizes that it's okay to have a different opinion. Exactly. Yes, because sir. everybody's everybody's trying to get to the same place. Yes, we are. And we're just we're just going different directions. Yes, we are. Scott, sir, it was a pleasure to have you on. You and I, I mean, that was pleasure. That was excellent. It was a pleasure having well, I, you on. I appreciate it, and and um, think you guys are doing a pretty cool thing you know oh yeah Move, moving up to the big time now that you're on apple Podcasts <laughs> and spotify and, i just got geez. free time on my hand till this furlough's over and then but go back to work august the 3rd so yeah we'll see how yeah. things go but i'm keeping up though but i appreciate it and um i hope this is not a one-time deal that you no, and i call speak yeah let me know anytime and, yes uh, sir and i would be better if, on a time if you ever uh if you ever uh, do a, a live show, I am planning on a, a, a special on the Huskers. Just <laughs> better call me. Yes, sir. Yeah, college football. Hopefully, we have that season this year. But you know, never yeah. know. Yes, sir. But hey, um, God bless you, sir. Um, I like to look at your Facebook page. You know, you're a good father, man. You know, you appreciate damn, it, you're, man. You're a damn good father. I. I want to respect you. You know, there are things that you taught me when I started on the railroad. And it's so funny because when I got onto um, CP, I remember yeah. certain things that I remember I learned from you. And it's like, oh, man. Besides that, you made fun of me every time I said red zone because there's not red zone. <laughs> They're like, you're not, you're not with UP anymore. You know, it's 
get three point yeah. protection. And I'm like, all right, but yeah. yeah, but you know, I want to thank you, sir. You know, I've always respected you from day one when I met you. Um, there's so much more I want to talk about, but I know it's getting late, and um, that's good though because I want to leave it open ended, and I come back next time because I really want to ask you yeah. more about the Hispanic culture. Um. How it was because I can relate to that. Been made fun of from my own black people. Say I am, I talk white or I act white. You know, so there's so yeah. much more I want to talk to you about. And man, maybe after the holidays, um, we think about yeah, going. Well, we can save that for for part two then. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Scott. Um, you bet. Yes, you have a good night, sir, and God bless you, sir. You too. Yes, sir. You too, Amelia. You guys be good and God bless. Yes, sir. Good night. All right. Have a- Right there, that was Mr. Scott Castillo. Good guy. Good guy right there. Um, Amelia had to disappear once again. That baby woke up. It's tough having a one-year-old. But thank you guys for listening tonight. It was a pleasure having Mr. Scott on. Um, tune in on Sunday, where we have Sunday with Stallings. It'll be interesting. We love you guys. No matter your race, your religion, your social economic status, or your sexual orientation. We love you all, and have a good night. <laughs>